0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. If you're a U.S. military veteran or know someone who is, we've got important tips to help you apply for service benefits, including several ways a veteran can document a service-related injury request medical records, and more. Benefits are not only something
1: for you, but if something happens to you, the benefits can extend to your family. So if you don't want to do it for you, do it for your family.
0: Then, crooks are targeting the familiar U.S. Postal Service blue mailboxes, as well as residential mailboxes, To steal checks and potentially drain your bank account. At the moment, at least, it's still not very safe to use the USPS blue boxes, the collection boxes, to send your mail. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack gets underway right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Winning. Military veterans have earned valuable benefits from their service to our country. Yet many veterans haven't applied for benefits, including those for service-related injuries. Here with the story, InfoTrack's
2: Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. The government provides services from health care to pensions to loans for our veterans, but getting the services can be a challenge. Paul R. Lawrence, former Undersecretary of Benefits at the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs— can help veterans fight for those services. He's out with the book, Veterans Benefits for You, Get What You Deserve. And he joins me now. Mr. Lawrence, give us maybe the top one or two tips on how a veteran can successfully apply for benefits that he or she deserves.
1: Certainly. Well, it can be an arduous process, as you pointed out, but it's actually pretty straightforward. So if you've been hurt in service, you can apply for the benefit called disability compensation. And you're asked to demonstrate how you were hurt or injured or disabled that you were in service and that it still exists today. That's pretty straightforward, though it can be complicated. Two other benefits that are very popular, one is the GI Bill the Education Benefit, and that's easy to do. You enroll in school and then contact the VA and they help you. And then finally, the no money down home loan guarantee. You simply arrange to buy a home, and then when it comes time to finance, you simply tell the people who are doing that, I'd like to use the GI Bill. It's pretty straightforward, but sometimes veterans do need help, and that's where having some assistance from a veteran service organization, like Wounded Lawyer Project, can help them go through the process.
2: Let's go back to the health benefits for just a minute. What sorts of documentation do you need to prove that you are injured and that the injuries did occur in the service?
1: Well, normally life is this way, you've been injured, you went and saw a doctor or a health person while you were in the military and that's recorded in your military record, your medical record, your official military record. So it helps if you have great documentation, but sometimes if you didn't, what you can do is figure out ways to recreate it. Somebody saw you get hurt and they can write something for you. It's called a buddy statement that helps demonstrate that it did in fact happen while you were in service.
2: And what about getting your file? Is that something that they can do as well?
1: Yeah, you can request your medical record through the National Archives. And if you don't have it, VA has what's called a duty to assist. If you show up and say, I was injured, but I don't have my records, they will go look for them for you at no
2: cost. Now, let's see if we can identify some of the newest assistance available. What benefits, if any, help veterans deal with exposure to those toxic burn pits in the Persian Gulf or Afghanistan that can cause pretty serious problems with the heart or breathing?
1: Right, and actually, here's where science has really kind of helped us. In the last four or five years, people have gotten to appreciate that, just like you said, Gina, toxic exposure really does cause problems. So it even goes back a little further to 2019 when they recognized, you know, Agent Orange did affect folks in the Navy who were offshore in boats. And now, of course, folks who are in the Mideast who are exposed to burn pits. And what's really interesting about this is for most of the benefits related to disability, you actually have to prove that it happened while you were in service. But the thing about these two benefits, Agent Orange and the burn pits, is you only have to demonstrate that you were there and you have these conditions They're pretty much willing to concede, V.A. is pretty much willing to concede that you got it because you were in service. So while it's a difficult situation, it is actually getting easier to demonstrate that it happened while you were in service.
2: And I understand the White House said 31 new clinical sites would be opened to deliver care. How big a benefit and a boost is that to veterans? Oh,
1: huge. Because two things go on. We tend to talk about disability compensation as though, hey, you get a monthly payment because something happened that you can deal with expenses and whatever. But don't forget, we really want our veterans to be cured or at least treated. So it isn't enough to get a check. But we really want to return them to health. So having access to care is really important. And as you pointed out, these are some of the most complicated cancers and you know, difficult situations. so you generally cannot get this
2: care, urgent care. You need highly specialized
1: healthcare providers to deal with you.
2: And what about those veterans who lost limbs or are in wheelchairs or otherwise need special living conditions? What can the government offer there?
1: So there's a couple benefits that you're eligible for if you cannot take care of yourself. You need assistance sort of living with daily living. One is called aid and attendance. Again, that's applied for the same way, and it is pretty much what you say. You need help during the day. There's another benefit called homebound. You're stuck at home and you're not able to go out. And finally, if you have a caregiver, there's a new benefit designed to compensate the folks who quit their job to provide you care.
2: We're visiting with Paul R. Lawrence, former Undersecretary of Benefits at the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. His book, Veterans Benefits for You, Get What You Deserve, is available to guide veterans needing services. What about help for veterans contemplating suicide? What's available?
1: Yeah, this is a difficult situation. At any moment, you know, so if you sort of imagine people on the cusp, you can call the suicide hotline. You dial 988 now and you can get an intervention. But that's really not what we want. We want folks who might be dealing a difficult situation to contact VA earlier in the process to get a mental health appointment and get some treatment. But here's where I think folks who are friends with these people, buddies, whatever, colleagues, can really help by directing the veteran to reach
2: out for help. So before we get to the need to call the crisis hotline. And do we know if suicide deaths among veterans are actually declining? Yeah, this
1: is where the statistics, I'm not so certain on this one. I think the
2: statistics are very unclear.
1: One group will say they're going up, another group will say they're flat. I don't know if I've seen any studies that say they're going down. But I think what is also happening is there's just a lot of awareness around this and it's less of a stigma to talk about, you know, I am struggling with my mental health and I do
2: need some assistance. What about job placement or assistance? Is that available?
1: Yeah, well, this is actually something the VA is not authorized by law. Veteran employment is actually done by the Department of Labor, but VA can do a lot to prepare you. Your benefits can do you a lot to prepare you for employment. So again, the GI Bill, you can use that for training, but it's not just college education, Gina. It can be done for certificates and credentials that can help you. If you don't wanna go to college, right, get a credential in cybersecurity in this time of the world, that would be great. There's also another benefit called Veterans Readiness and Employment. This is for folks whose service has changed, they're thinking about life. You've hurt yourself, and maybe you're going to be a teacher and stand up for long periods of time, and now you can't. You can work with a counselor, and they can find another path for you that can help you get employment.
2: I understand that a growing population of veterans using VA services is women, the women veterans. What kind of services are they seeking?
1: Well, you're right. Women are joining the military at a much higher rate. And even though I think female veterans are something like five or six percent of the total veteran population, we expect that to grow over time by virtue of their serving. It's pretty much the same thing. The benefits are really gender agnostic. They are obviously concerned about health care, but a lot of it has to do with, again, disability compensation and education benefits.
2: What do you say to a veteran who may need services but just doesn't want to apply or says, well, the VA will never help me or it's the government and they're too big and, you know, just throwing up a million reasons why he or she shouldn't apply when there's a need? What would you say to that person?
1: Well, if they have that opinion, because of some experience they had in the past, I would say that the VA is getting better and is trying to get better. So, you know, give them a second chance. It can be a frustrating process, so I would reach out to a veteran service organization like Wounded Warrior Project or Disabled American Veterans or VFW, there's a bunch. They will assign you at no cost a service officer who will help you fill out the forms and sort of coach you through the process, so it can be done. And finally, the other sort of thing is, I would encourage them, benefits are not only something for you, but if something happens to you, the benefits can extend to your family. So if you don't wanna do it for you, do it for your family.
2: Paul R. Lawrence, former Undersecretary of Benefits at the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your important information. Thank you for your concern about veterans, Gina. Thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco.
0: Next, are criminals targeting your mailbox? That story coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead.